Welcome to the Build a Purposeful, Profitable Business Doing What You Absolutely Love podcast, hosted weekly by me, Ange Dove, your work from anywhere coach, professional copywriter, published author, and business owner of 20 years. So in every episode, I'll be delivering helpful interviews with industry partners and useful bite-sized insights to help you find your voice, position your value, demystify that marketing tech, and help you run your business on your terms around your lifestyle. So come on in. Hi, we are live. I am so excited to be on here today. And um, I want to talk to you today about uh, four traps that business owners can make when they start the business. And actually, they can continue on with these mistakes on and on and on and on. All right. So um, this is something that I wish somebody had told me when I very first started. And um when I first started, and um, it's something that I think will really help you if you are just starting out in your business, or if things aren't going the way you had expected, maybe you'll get some value from some of the things that I'm here to talk about today. All right, so I'm so excited to get this going. Uh, my name is Ange Dove, and I'm the Business Transformation Fairy Godmother. And I help uh, people to start and run their own personal profitable business, doing what they love simply by sharing what they know. And I make the tech really, really easy for them. All right. So um, I'm hoping that you get value from what I'm talking about today. Uh, and it's really, as I said, it's something that I wish I'd known when I started my business. So I'm here to help you shorten your learning curve by putting these things out here now and um, you'll be getting lots and lots of training from me over time on all sorts of little helpful snippets that will help you to run and grow your business. All right, so the first thing I wanna talk about and, and the reason I'm talking about this today is I met with one of my clients this week and she was just telling me how frustrated she was because she was running around like a headless chicken. She was doing everything in the business. She was serving the customers. She was doing the work. She said yes to absolutely everything. Everybody asked her and um, she had no time for herself. She was so, so tired. And at the end of the day, even though she was working so hard, she wasn't even actually earning the money she should have been earning for the work she was doing. She was undervaluing herself and wasn't putting the prices that she should have been charging for her time. Because when you think about it, the time is the one thing that you can never get back, right? You can earn more money. Um, if you lose money, you can earn money back, but you can't earn time back. Once it's gone, it's gone. So we've got to start to learn to value our time. And that comes with saying no and charging what we're worth, right? So I'm hoping that some of the things I am going to be saying to you today will give you value around that. All right. So the first trap that people put themselves in when they start to run a business is they don't put their personal life first. Yes, it's really easy to understand, you know, when you're starting a business, it's your baby and you've got to get it going. And I think everybody understands when you're starting a business for the first first time, you need to be able to put in the hours to make it work. All right. You've got to make some sacrifices. I think that's kind of a given, but people tend to take it to extreme. And 
So really, when you're starting your business or when you've got an established business and you're running your business, you need to be putting your personal life first. Now, what I help my clients do is to set up the business so it is run around their lifestyle, how they want to live and not have the business, have not them running their business so that it doesn't fit into the lifestyle. You want to be running it so that um, it fits into your lifestyle and not the other way around, basically, right? So, for example, if you have young kids. So when I very first started my business, I had young kids. And that's why I started the business actually in the first place was um, I wanted to work from home because I wanted to look after my kids. And it was at the dawn of the Internet. Things were just starting out. This was 20 years ago. My kids are 23 and 21 now. But at the time, they were young toddlers. And I just started the business and it's still going today. So I did something right. But when I very first started, I knew nothing about running a business. I had to figure all this stuff out for myself. So now what I do is I teach business owners um, what to do and what not to do, more importantly, so that they can get off the ground running. Um, I had to figure it all out for myself, and it took me quite a long time um, of experimenting and, and, and doing things. And as I said, I had no knowledge of how to run a business when I very first started. And if you have no knowledge, that's okay. Uh, I'm living proof that you can actually start a business with no knowledge and still be around 20 years later. But you have to put in the work. You've got to be dedicated. But don't fall into the trap of not putting yourself first. So you want to allocate some time, uh, block off some time, um, a certain time in the week where um, it's not about the business, it's about you. And then another block of time where it's not about the business, it's about your spouse. It's not about your business, it's about the kids. All right. So, uh, you know, and then you you have hobbies that you want to follow. Keep following those hobbies. Make some time for exercise. Um, you know, you've got to have kind of a balance. I'm saying balance is, is, is a tricky word because it's not hard to achieve. But you want to be aware of the fact that you can't have the business take up all of your time or else you then start to question what did you actually start it for why did you start it right so um, be aware of that you want to build a business around your lifestyle and how you want to live so if you've got young kids and you know you want to be at home for them you want to build a business where you can be at home and where maybe you can work a certain number of hours a week and get the income that you need and you don't have to be working nine to six Maybe you can just work in the mornings. You know, it's something that you can figure out and you can do uh, because it's your business and you call the shots. Okay, I think that's something that we forget sometimes when we're in a business. We kind of um, create a job for ourselves instead. You don't want to do that. You want to build a business. And um, I'm going to talk more about that a little bit later on here. Okay, another trap that people fall into is they don't systemize and automate their business processes. So what do I mean by that? So sometimes I think small business owners kind of think, I don't need to systemize and automate. It's a small business. It's, there's nothing to automate. There's nothing to systemize. And it's just me. I'm doing everything. And that's the biggest trap. When you think like that and you think, well, it's just me and I'm doing everything, then it will always just be you and you'll always be doing everything. You need to be kind of cultivating the mindset where you can grow this so that you're the boss and you're the, 
that you're managing it in a way or even not even managing it you can actually hire someone to manage it but you want to be in a situation where you are calling the shots and other people are doing the work for you you're delegating you're you're you, you've got a team that will help you um but before you can have a team that will help you that's why you need to systemize the business because you can't just bring people in and just hope they know what to do they're not going to know what to do or they'll do it their way and that's not your way and you want to keep things consistent in your business so if one person takes over a role in a job and they do things a certain way the next person that comes in needs to be doing things the same way for the consistency of the business so systemizing your business what do i mean by systemizing that really means documenting everything down that happens in your business for every single job. Now, yes, when you start the business, it's you doing every single job, but you want to still divide the roles, even though it's you doing every role, still work out what are the different roles in your business. And, you know, you, you put yourself in those roles when you start off, if you're starting a small business. Um, so you can have sales, you can have marketing, you can have accounts, um, what else would you have your administration, right? Um, HR is another. So all of these different roles, yes, when you start off, you're going to be doing all of them. So you'll be doing HR. Uh, if you hire your first person, you're the one who's going to be hiring them. Um, but you still need to document those processes and document um, what every person would be doing in each role in detail, really document in detail. So it's like an idiot's guide. And I would recommend you do your SOPs in writing and you do them in video as well. So that when somebody, you, you onboard somebody into your company, you can show them videos and you can give them manuals that say, this is your job. This is what's expected of you. These are your KPIs, your key performance indicators. This is what we're expecting of you to achieve when you do your job. And that helps people when they come in because they're not guessing. They're not living in fear of doing things wrong. They're not, you know, it's awful to be working in a job where you're not sure if you're, you're doing things right. All right. So give your people that. All right. Through the systemization. So that's the systemization of it. But what do I mean by automation? Automation is when you notice that you're doing the same things over and over and over. You're writing the same emails over and over. You're sending the same quotes over and over, the invoicing and stuff like that. So when you get these processes that are repeated over and over, no matter what the customer is, you need to start to automate that. You need to put it on autopilot and you need to have a system where you can just press a button and that goes out to the customer. You're just personalizing the name but everything else is the same. And that will save so much time um, and it will free you from the business and it will free even your staff that are working on the business. It will free them from um, um, doing all the mundane stuff and they could be doing more valuable stuff for you as well. All right. So anytime you're looking at work that is repetitive, automate it. There are plenty of tools out there to do automation. Um, so I always get my clients to automate their business and systemize it so they're ready for growth. You want to have this growth mindset. Think of your business as bigger. You know, how big do you want it to be? Um, don't think of it like a small one man show, because if you think that way, it's always going to be a small one man show. All right. So think of the systemization or an automation possibilities for your business now so that you're ready to step into that growth 
when it happens. All right. The worst thing that can ever happen is that you suddenly get a big opportunity, your business suddenly explodes and you can't deliver because you haven't set up the systems. All right. That's one of the key reasons why businesses fail. Okay. So next one I want to talk about is delegation. A lot of the traps that business owners fall into is like my customer earlier this week is not delegating. If you don't delegate, you end up doing everything and then you're just going to burn out. You're going to run yourself into the ground. And, um, you know, sometimes you think, oh, my customer needs me to do this. Um, and this was my client. She was saying the same thing. I, you know, my customers demand it of me. Well, you know, no, they don't. Usually you'll find that as long as your customer is served and they're happy, that they don't really care who does the work. And it'll get to a point where they'll be surprised if you are doing the work, you're supposed to be the boss, right? So um, think of delegating. When you, when you build a team, you want to delegate as much of the work as possible. But that doesn't mean abdicating. You still need to check up that the work is being done. You need to have a feedback system. Um, but really, you need other people to be doing the work for you so that you can work on building the business and not working in the business doing all the groundwork. OK, so I think of delegating. The first time I realized how powerful delegating was, I had broken my shoulder and I couldn't do anything in my business. I couldn't lift a pen. I couldn't do anything, which is uh, when you break one shoulder, it affects the mobility of your whole body, basically. So when I when this happened, I had to hand over the reins to my staff and I was surprised at how well they did. They just took everything over and they made it work and that just made me realize oh my goodness I have wasted so much time trying to do everything myself when they could have been helping me so use the people that you have um, they're valuable your staff are valuable and put them to good use and make them feel valuable too okay so if you can actually empower members of your staff um, by delegating things to them that's a powerful thing um, so, you know, you're not just don't think of delegating as you're skiving off the work and you're overworking other people. That's usually not the way. Um, obviously, you need to to work out how much um, work each member of your staff has and you're not overloading them. But you want to organize things so that people are working and, and taking the load off you so that you can actually do what you're supposed to be doing. And that's running your business and being the boss. Um, and organizing things rather than doing it yourself. All right. So delegating, delegation is critical. Once you start to build your team, you need to get used to delegating work out, not doing it yourself. Um, one of the things also is to just think about as well when you're now, if, if you're in a smaller business right now and you're doing everything yourself, think of the things that you hate to do that you absolutely don't enjoy. For me, it's accounts. I can't stand numbers. I can't stand thinking of the money and all that kind of stuff. So that was the first thing ever I delegated out for the business, actually, was I hired accountants, and I just got them to do that part of it for me. So, um, you know, so think of the things you don't want to do, you don't like to do, you're not good at doing, and delegate those and do the things that you like to do, and then you'll have a much better business. But also don't do things just because you like to do them either. If someone else is better at doing it than you or your time could be better start, a uh, bit better spent doing something else that's making you more money for the business, you should be focusing on that. 
All right, don't do things just because you like them as well. But in the early days, do the things you like and delegate out the things that you don't like. You can hire a VA, a virtual assistant, um, to do your admin for you, for example, to send quotes, control your email, um, you know, those kind of things that you don't really want to be spending your time doing because it's not um, money-making work. All right. So think about that as well. All right. Another trap people fall into is that they don't learn to say no. And this was a big one for me. I was a big people pleaser and I didn't really want to say no to people. And it wasn't even that I didn't say no. It was I would say yes, but then I'd, I, would, I would also kind of punish myself for the same process. Like if a customer asked me to do some copywriting, instead of me asking when do you want it for and then them saying, oh, two weeks later, um, I would volunteer, okay, I can get this to you in three days. And they didn't want it in three days. And then I get the response, oh, that's really fast. And I'm like, oh, maybe I should have said later. So I'd end up rushing to get things done in three days when the client could have been quite happy with it in two weeks. So you don't want to be in that situation. You want to um, really learn to say no and learn to control your time and be very sacred with your time. I mean, as I mentioned earlier, time is the only thing we can't get back. So your time is really, really valuable and you want to really protect your time. So learn to say no. I would actually give you a challenge this week would be to just say no to everything this week. If anybody asks you to do anything, say no. All right. You can give a reason why, whatever, just, you know, decline politely, but just say no, just say, no, I'm just not going to do that um, and give a reason why. And then see the difference it makes in your life. See the difference in the time and where you're spending your time when you're not trying to please everybody else. Instead, you complete yourself. All right. That can be a huge, huge shift. OK, so learn to say no. Um, and then when you do say no, you'll probably also realize that people don't mind. People will just say, oh, OK. Sometimes people are just trying their luck. And they'll, they'll try and get things done faster or quicker or cheaper. Um, but you stand your ground and you say no. And then usually they'll think, OK, well, I tried and it didn't work. OK, and they'll accept what's left. All right. Other times they don't realize that they're putting you um, in a spot or are making things difficult for you. And if you just explain, then you'll usually find that they're quite understanding of that and they will accommodate and work to your timetable. So what I'm saying here is really you need to be controlling your timetable. Whatever goes onto your timetable is because you want it there, not because somebody else is insisting. All right. That's part of being um, running a successful business is you can control your time. So I would strongly urge you to learn to say no and feel good about it and just realize that time is your only real asset. It's the only thing that you have. So you've got to use it wisely. And also from that as well, learning to say no, especially around price is an important thing. Um, I would say don't discount your prices. If someone's bargaining and, and they want to bring you down on price, just stick to your guns and say no. Because usually they're just trying because either they've been told to try by their boss to get the price down or whatever. Um, but just make it clear that this is the value. And what you can do instead of discounting is bundle some value, extra value in so they feel like they're getting some value for the money. 
but don't discount your price. Um, because again, your time is valuable, your services are valuable, your knowledge is valuable. You invested a lot to get there to, to be where you are today. And people have to invest in you and value your time if they want that exchange of value from you. All right. So always think of it like that. Look at it as an, an exchange of value. All right. So I really hope that this has been really helpful for you today. Um, you know, going through those those four things Let me just recap on them. Um, as I said, you want to put your personal life first. Make sure you build time for yourself. It's not just all about your business. Systemize now all your business processes and automate what you can that's repetitive so that when you do get a team that comes in or if you have an existing team now, you're going to help them so much more by actually guiding them on what they should be doing. And it saves you so much time in the process as well. You want to delegate as much as you can, get it off your plate, let the people that you're hiring take care of everything for you. Once you've got your systems and your automations in place, this should be really easy to do without you having to worry and learn to say no so that you free up your time and you're keeping your time precious as it should be. Mm -hmm.